Uh, this is Kingdom Faith, where we focus on the Christian life, the good stuff. And the hard stuff. Nice. On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about the awesomeness of positivity. Positivity. Yeah, it sounds like that's something, you know, you know, you ever get mad if someone's just too positive? No. No, you don't? No, actually, I do. I do. It's like, why are you always like this? Why are you always smiling? Is there nothing going wrong in your life? We're going to talk about how we're wrong about being mad and positive. Yeah. Yeah. No, but but for real, sometimes, man, you just kind of in that, something bad happening, Mm -hmm. you just don't even like to hear about being, someone being positive. But we're going to talk about how positivity is a good thing. Yeah. It's never a bad thing. Right. It's always good to Mm -hmm. be positive and have a good outlook on life because God's created us. God's made us. Mm -hmm. God's made us for a purpose. Um, and, and it's good to be positive when, when you think about what all God has done for you. It's, it's, hard, it's hard not to be positive when you, when you have that lens that you're looking through. Yeah, so. absolutely. So, but before we get in the episode, Phil, tell me what's going on in your life. Not much. Um, a lot of work, mm-hmm. a lot of church, a lot of serving. Uh, so nothing really has changed. You know, like we, I, had, I told you guys this week, we did have a kid uh, commit suicide. Mm-hmm. It, it, um, he said, how do you stay positive through that? Yeah, you know, exactly. But, you know, a kid that I worked with committed suicide, so that's kind of been weighing on myself and uh, some of the guys at work. So, but, you know, being able to remain positive through that is, is extremely important. You can be sad. Mm-hmm. You you know, I think you can be sad and still be positive. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, is is one unfortunate, you know, that it happened. But, you know, uh, work and spend a lot of time with Ashley. We spend a lot of time together. Um, I got to see one of my... My buddy's actually my best man. I haven't seen him for three years. Um, we live in the same city, live in the same area. We just, things happen, yep. you know? So I spent all day at the pool with him. I don't know if you can tell or not, but I'm a little red. So sunscreen, it can help. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, man, things have been things have been good. Obviously, you're not yeah. strong because you know, dropped something. Dropped but uh, what about you? How's things going for you? Uh, good. Just busy. Um, I think for the last time that we were on, um, we had a concert cookout here at the church. Yeah. We got to be kind of the the prayer people and the mm-hmm. prayer tent. That was a good thing. That was. I thought was, that was a great thing to get the opportunity. We prayed with, you know, around 15, 16 different people, you know, with you going out and me going out and us praying at, with people at the tent, you know. So I thought that was a good thing. I think there was probably close to two, from anywhere from 240 to 260 people that came out. Yeah. So, you know, that's just a huge thing about, you know, this church trying to get, trying to get you know, more people from its direct community yeah um just knowing about what what's here and what's available mm-hmm. to to help and, and to help with with physical needs but also spiritual needs so yeah that was a huge thing obviously that stuff takes work so that was that was a good thing but also you know it takes a little bit and then um you know just a lot of building stuff yeah you know i do a lot of the the building maintenance around around here and when a building is this old i got a list no shortage of work i have Three pages of stuff that I want to get done in it in before the end of this year. Some small yeah. things, some pretty pretty big things. Yeah. And it seems like every time I cross something off, I'm adding another oh, yeah. one on the oh, bottom. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's always fun. So we're talking about a lot of negative things. <laughs> yeah, right. How do you stay positive through it all? Yeah. Um, and how I stay positive through the building stuff is I just tackle it one one step at a time. Sure. Because if I if I look if I can continue to look at all the stunt things that I'm trying to get done in the year, sometimes it can be easy to get negative. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can think you're the only one in it, the only one doing anything. That's right, not, right. That's not the case at all. Um, I have a lot, lots of help, you know, here, and that's a huge blessing. And then when I start to think about those things, it's like, wow, 
you know yeah it's a little bit easier to Mm -hmm. stay positive but but you know that's what we're talking about in this episode is positivity and and it is such a crucial thing to your christian walk it is because if you are always so negative how attractive is the gospel yeah you know and that's what i always like to to think about even when people are coming into the church I, i i greet you know here in the mornings a lot and it's like if i'm downcast and you know, not that my life has to be going perfect or I'm not, or I'm always happy. You know, this has nothing right. to do with that. But if someone sees me so miserable or negative or anything to that sort and, and they don't even know what, what a Christian is or yeah. what, it, what, you know, who, mm-hmm. and, and, and they look at me like, wow, you know, their life's not, you know, they're not happy about anything. Yeah. What's so attractive about Jesus? What's so attractive yeah. about the Christian life? Yeah. And I think, you know, the way we, our perception. There you go, <laughs> dropping things again. I, I'm good at this. Ridiculous. Uh, you, know you know, dropping phone. You drop the ball all the time. You know, it's just a, yeah. There you go. Solutions. Yep. Solutions. My, my leg just slipped. <laughs> but uh, you know, there's there's so many so many reasons to be negative in the world today. You turn on any news station, yeah. any whether it's CNN, Fox, doesn't matter. MSNBC doesn't matter. Yeah. It's negative, negative, negative. You hear about the school shootings. You hear about the suicides. You hear about, you know, more issues with the pandemic and and new pandemics with the monkey pox or monkey virus, whatever it is. I don't even know what it is now. You know, there's so many reasons and excuses to be negative in a world such as this. But it's how do you find, you know, as believers, you have got to separate yourself from that. It's funny because I go over to my parents' house and a lot of times they'll say something, oh, did you see on the news? Did you see on the news? Did you see on the news? And I'm like, how much news do you guys watch? No, I don't. I don't even watch the news. Why? Because it's all negative. It doesn't matter. It's just, why am I going to fill myself with with a bunch of negative thoughts or, oh, there's no hope for this world or whatever? Because mm-hmm. I know that my only hope and the hope of the world comes from Christ and Christ alone. And, you know, to focus so much and so heavily on things that are outside of my control anyways. Yeah. Why waste my time with it? Not that I can't be aware of what's going on, but to, to but to dwell on it. I have a guy, uh, one of my one of my better friends. He calls me often, and in the last like three conversations I've had with him, is, dude, I'm scared of this world. How you know money and inflation? How does that not bother you? And you know how are you just so nonchalant about it? How, you know this is gonna affect you. And it's like, well, yeah, it's gonna affect everybody. But I don't. I'm not looking at. I already have the solution. I'm not looking, why would I look at a, that doesn't make sense, does it? To look at a problem when you already have the solution yeah. and you know how to get through it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when the, you know, the lost where he's lost, you know, he don't get it, he don't understand it. And he's looking at the problem with no hope of a solution. So to be able to be positive towards him, even though he doesn't understand it, yeah. is huge. Because then how attractive is the gospel then? Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, that's where I kind of, when I worked at in heating and cooling for a while, you know, that was... I always wanted to go in with a positive attitude mm-hmm. because I knew a lot of those guys never didn't go to church. They didn't know right. who Christ was, and, and I thought if if maybe the way that I worked and the way that I you know talked about things, the way I talked about the church, the way yeah. you know, because when you get in ministry, it can be easy sometimes to complain and be negative because mm-hmm. you see a lot of the things that are happening. You know, with with a certain with ministries and 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 not that you know. You know, it can be so when when things just keep kind of bombarding your life, yeah. it can be easy just to become negative. And 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 I I care about the way people view 
Christianity, yeah. the way they view God, the way they view, view Christ. And I know what a positive impact that he has on my life and what he has on everybody else's life. And that's such a huge, you know, look when, when you're trying to be positive, even when a lot of negative things are happening. Yeah. And I think that's just a huge testament to those who are looking into your life. And, and, and don't be naive to think people aren't looking into your oh, yeah. life because they are. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, especially those who you're around the most, you know, yeah. at work or school or whoever, you know, whoever's listening to this podcast right now. You know, people are looking into your life and they're, they're, they're watching the way you react to things. Mm-hmm. When something bad happens in your life, are you going to remain in a positive state? Not that you can't be sad, not that yeah. you can't mourn, not, nothing like that. You can do those things and still have a positive outlook, knowing where your hope is. And I think that's kind of where it kind of falls into yeah your hope in jesus christ fuels your positivity Should. yeah and if it in and, and, and to be honest i don't know how you could even be positive in the world that you describe there's you know you look on the news there's so many negative things so many bad things yeah i i don't know if i've ever turned on the news locally or nationally yeah that I've heard really a positive thing. Yeah. Now there's occasions where there's I like there's like will. 15 second snippets of oh we saw this squirrel water skiing yeah. how cute and then it's like okay <laughs> fires uh, you know fires yeah. yeah yeah and that's not you know natural disasters and it's yeah. like when does it stop yeah well it's, it stops with us yeah it stops with how do we perceive are we going to be the same as everybody else or are we going to be different in Romans 12:2 says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove uh, what is good and acceptable and perfect. What is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? Mm -hmm. If you surround yourself with negative people, like intentionally surround yourself with negative people, chances are you're going to be negative. You surround yourself with positive people, chances are you're going to be positive. Now, if we are to react, and I think you said it earlier, if we're to react the same way as the world, devastation, loss, all those things, and we just have a, a crummy outlook on what the world's supposed to be or what we want it to be, God's word already tells us what the world is. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. It's sinful. It's fallen. It's dark. So why would my expectation of the world supersede what God already says it is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... You know, if we're to be different, his word tells us, don't be conformed to this world. So you can't do things the same way. You can't react the same way. You can't have the same attitude as the world or as the people. You can have, you know, it's okay to be emotional, but to be negative all the time and live in disgust or fear, whatever it may be, it doesn't make sense for us to Mm -hmm. do it. But the, the remedy is to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. How do we do that? Through the word of God. It's up to us. That's why I said it starts with us. If we're not going to, if we're not willing to change and be the change that God asks us to be and, you know, be living sacrifices to him and die to ourselves daily and to to say, okay, I'm not going to uh, take part in this conversation or this joke or whatever it may be. If we're not willing to change and be what he's asked us to be, then we're, then we're not going to see change, and it starts with the church. Yeah, yeah, and that's so true. You know, it it does. It has to start with the the people who know the hope of God, mm-hmm. and obviously, you know, hopefully, the people that are listening know that comes through Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. And you know, the way that you conduct yourself has so much impact on the things around you. You know, whether 
you know, and, and I imagine, you know, you might not be able to think specifics throughout your work, but the way that you conduct yourself at your work, you know, mm-hmm. Fort Wayne Metals, you know, I know you've talked to me about people being able to come up to you and kind of confide in you. Yeah. Because you, they know that you're going to to talk to them, care about them, because you have a positive outlook on life. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't talk about all the devastation, the negative things of mm-hmm. the world. You, you, you lean and you kind of glean on the positives in Jesus yeah. Christ. And, and, and I see that, you know, with the stories you've told me from work. You know, you think, you know, you'll, you might not ever even know that because of the positivity that you have at your work, what a difference it actually yeah, makes in right. some of those guys that, mm-hmm. you know, that come up and, and ask you to, to pray for them about this or mm-hmm. to, to kind of just what are your thoughts about that. And, 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 and that's such a, an important thing to look about. You know, when, when you go up to somebody and give someone an encouraging word, what that actually can do yeah, for somebody. Right. You know, you, you think, oh, that's just, it's just one word, you know. Is it really going to have a profound effect on their life? And, and from personal experience, it absolutely can. Yeah, yep. You know, I, I can imagine yep. if someone didn't give me, you know, when I was thinking about Jesus Christ, thinking about salvation, all those things, if someone just, you know, was always so negative and never talked about the positivities in Jesus Christ, the, mm-hmm. the hope in Jesus Christ, um, would I have ever even been attractive to the gospel attracted to christ you know and that's such a you know i think about those things because you know you know you think your conversations are private sometimes you know you think you're in a you know you know you see so much so many people you know just kind of in their group Mm -hmm. kind of talking they're being negative they're complaining they're gossiping they're slandering about people and and you and you don't think that you you think that all that time you've been in secret when most of the time Someone's listening. Yeah. Someone's hearing mm-hmm. you, and and they they get they get completely turned off. Yeah. From the gospel because of the things you say. Yeah. Yep. You know, and that's why I like you know you brought up that verse in Romans about do not conform to the world. Even the word of God says to be friends with the world means you're enemies with God. Yeah. You know you can't you cannot serve the world. You can't serve you know the things in the world. And you can't be negative. You know with the worldly things. Yeah. And think that you're going to be able to please God. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. please you God can't. that way. You can't. And, 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 you know, even as believers, I think sometimes we forget. We forget that. You know, we want to compromise. We want to make people feel heard or welcome or whatever it may be. And we compromise what his word says to our feelings or the feelings of others. And I think we ought not to do that. But we do. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to read the this verse from, because it kind of kind of talks about this kind of balance a little bit too between positivity and and truth really but um ephesians 4 uh, verse 29 says do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths but only what is helpful for building up uh, others uh, up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen and do not grieve the holy spirit of god with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption get rid of all bitterness rage and anger brawling and slander along with every form of malice be kind and compassionate uh to one another forgiving each other just as in christ yeah you know and then it goes on to talk about how christ forgave us and he's been he was a sacrifice for us and and those types of things too you know we shouldn't allow bitterness to come out of our mouth Mm -hmm. slander malice you know and, and that now this might be hard to hear that's that that's not just with other believers yeah you know there's a lot of people 
you know, we talked about a little bit, not really, you know, with the, the message per se, but you, you, you think that it's one side versus the other and that this side's the good side and you got everything right. all figured out, you know, Republican versus Democrats yeah. and, you know, all that type of deal. And, and, but, and you're, you're, you're back there slandering, mm-hmm. calling this person that name, that person this name, you know, and you think you're pleasing God that way. Yeah. Because that's exactly what the world does. Yeah, it is. It is. And for you Christians thinking that, oh, nobody else heard me or you're you're in your own house doing this with a friend and you're, you know, you're backbiting and you're you're talking ill about somebody. God hears it just because it's just you and somebody else don't mean God don't know it or your heart even. Forget words. You think it every let's say every form of malice. They're speaking it. There's acting on it. And they're mm-hmm. thinking it. Yeah. So every form of malice, yeah, you know, absolutely. so there's a whole lot that goes into it. And for us as believers to remain positive and to not only remain positive, but to call somebody out, like call other believers out. Like, hey, man, you probably shouldn't be doing this. And here's what God's word says about it. And let the Holy Spirit work with them on on that. But, you know, I think that's another thing. People I was just having a conversation with a, with a, a guy yesterday about he's a teacher. And he said, Phil, you wouldn't believe how negative a teacher's lounge can be mm-hmm. talking about kids, talking yeah. about students, talking about other teachers. He says, he says, my first year teaching, he said, and next year, he said, I'm going to make it a point to, you know, if I hear that, I'm going to say, hey, we shouldn't be talking about so-and-so like that. He said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the voice because who's to say they're not talking about me like that when I'm yeah. gone, mm-hmm. you know, or talk about these kids or, you know, so whatever it may be. He said, I'm going to be the voice because I don't think that people have been called on it enough, you know, and if we can be honest with ourselves, I think sometimes when we overhear those things, we might think the same thing. Yeah. We might say, yeah, there's a lot of validity and there's a lot of truth to what they're saying, but does it make it right to say? Yeah. Probably not. Now, gossip and talking about, you know, venting as people call it that it's it's if we could if we could go to somebody and spend as much effort and time and talking with them and trying to help them on a certain thing as we do complaining about what they're not doing i think that it would change our perspective on how to be positive i mean it's so easy to be negative so easy to get roped into that that water slide of just negative but it's a lot it's a lot easier Mm-hmm. Versus, okay, no, I'm actually going to bring this exactly. issue up to you mm-hmm. and get to the root of it and try and figure it out so that we don't have everybody talking about it, you know? Yeah. And, and you kind of, you know, you have this positive way of just doing things. Not mm-hmm. necessarily, you know, nothing we're saying about being positive that you have to downplay certain things yeah. that people are doing or anything like that. No, positivity is the way that you conduct yourself. Yeah. So I like what you said with the idea that if, if you have a negative thought or complaint or you don't think someone's doing something maybe they're not doing it right to deal with that in a positive way by actually going to them and trying to build them up which Mm -hmm. is what this is talking about you know it says don't let any unwholesome talk that's you backbiting people that's you you know saying sometimes even if they are true things Mm -hmm. Saying them in such a negative way that you're almost in disgust of that person. Yeah. That you won't even have the ability to build them up. But it says, but, but it says, don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. But only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs. Yeah. They need help. Yeah. You got to do that in a positive mm-hmm. way. And you have to recognize it too. But what I what I find interesting about both 
Romans 12, 2, and Ephesians uh, 4, 29 through 30, mm-hmm. or 30, whatever it is, is that in each of these cases, we have control over. Yeah. You have control over what comes out of your mouth, and you have control over the renewing of your mind. Yeah, absolutely. Now, when we act negatively, it's because we're not controlling it, or we're allowing it to be unreined and uh, you know, run wild, and yeah. we're letting our flesh and those types of things come out. We're letting that overrule our spirit and what we what we need to be doing. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it says building others up according to the needs that it may benefit those who listen. Mm-hmm. You know, you see, you know, there's so many ways to be, to to help those who are in need through the way that you speak, yeah. the way that you talk, the way that you your actions and all those things are tied together. You know. You don't know necessarily what can happen when you're actually looking to make a positive change in yeah. someone's life. You know, you, you, you're going, you know, you, you think this way I like to look at it sometimes. How do you share the gospel? If, you, if you've ever shared the mm-hmm. gospel, you do that in a negative way. No, do you, no. No, you always do it in a positive yeah. way. Even when you're talking about negative things, yeah. you're talking. You talk about sin when you share the gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, because you got to. We're all sinners. We yeah. all fall short of the yeah. glory of God, and and we all need to know that. We have to come to that knowledge of knowing that we are sinner. Yeah. But then the positivity in Jesus Christ, that while we were still sinners, Christ died mm-hmm. for us. That He takes our sin and casts it as far as from east as from the west. That he's forgiven us. Yeah. That he's redeemed us. That he's he's given us a place in heaven. And it's all through what we learned about, because we're doing this on Sunday, yeah. the grace of God. Right, that's right. Right? And yep. that's such a huge yep. thing. When you start talking about the grace of God, when you start talking about the goodness of God, when you start talking about Jesus Christ in general, yeah. you can't help to be, but be positive. Yeah, because when you understand and you realize all that he's done for you and that it was nothing that you could have done by yourself or for yourself, Mm-hmm. What's I mean? What's there to be negative? Well, and, and think about if he could do that in your life. Yeah, he could definitely do it in somebody yeah, else's life. Yeah, absolutely. And he's he's willing and wanting yeah. to use you yeah. as a vessel to, mm-hmm. to speak positivity, speak hope. Yeah, absolutely. In people's lives. Yeah. And when you backbite people, when you gossip, when you slander, when you say mean things, when you complain, when you talk negative, God's not going to use that. Yeah. Well, here's a here's a, a a better solution, perhaps. Instead of going to a brother or sister or worldly, why don't you take those complaints to God? Mm-hmm. Because is He not going to be the only one who fixes it? If everybody had that relationship, that father son father daughter relationship with God, had that relationship with Christ, is the the atonement in the sinner. I think if we were to take those negative things to God, He can deal with them. Maybe not physically or tangibly, but He can deal with our hearts about how we perceive or how we act towards certain things, how we react towards certain things. I tell people at work, and I don't know where the quote was from, but it said something along the lines of, you can't control, or 5% of what happens is what happens. Yeah. 95% is how you react to it. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't, the 5%, it could be awful. It could be terrible, but 95% of how we react to that is what makes that situation good or bad. Yeah. If, if you know, I look at uh, the the kid who, 
who committed suicide this week. Terrible, tragic, mm -hmm. sad. So many questions of what's going on. Why did it happen? I would have never known. And I look at that situation and I say, yeah, that the 5%, that's terrible that that happened. But how can we frame that? How can we sh still say God is in control? How can I still tell my people that work for me that God loves them, God cared about them, mm. God cares about all of you and his family and he's there to yeah. comfort you. You know, you look at it from that perspective and, and, and you can take the worst situation. That might not be it for some of you. You take the worst situation and frame it in a way that God is in control and that he knew it was gonna happen. It's hard, it can be hard to hear at the time. Yeah. But us as believers, we ought to think different. We ought to share things different. We ought to, okay, I'm gonna pray for this guy's family. I'm gonna pray for these teams. I'm gonna go to different departments and pray for them because it's not everybody has that hope. Not everybody has that that positivity that's poured into them at the day of salvation. But it's a choice that we it's a choice that we do get, mm -hmm. and we do have to make. You know, and just kind of with my final thoughts, you know, this is a little bit short of an episode, but it is. I think it's a big episode. Yeah, because something like this, if you actually apply it to your life about being positive, mm -hmm. letting like letting good talk come out of your mouth you know has such a powerful powerful effect on people you know but kind of my final thought is i like what james how he puts words you know you know just what the tongue can actually do yeah it's a spark mm -hmm. that starts a whole forest it's a yeah. small it's a small rudder that can can move a ship you know and that's so so true you know the things that you the things you say have such a powerful effect. Yeah. Whether that's for the good or whether that's for the yeah. bad, that's up to you, like you mm -hmm. said. You have the choice. That's the beauty of these two different passages that we read is you got the choice. Yeah. You're not forced to be positive. You're not forced to be negative. Right. You're not forced to do this or that. God gives us free choice. Yeah. Free will. And he and he and he says and he respects our decision, whether for the good or the bad. Mm -hmm. Now there's consequences there to are. those decisions, not only for ourselves, but much more that I like to think about for the people around me. Yeah, the things I do, the things I say, have a profound effect on the people around. Not mm -hmm. because not because I'm influential, that that I have a lot of friends, I know a lot of people, because right. I don't have any yeah. of those things. Yeah, yeah, and that's also your fault. Yeah. yeah, but it's because people listen. Yeah. People listen to you, they listen to me, and they listen to them, mm -hmm. the people that are watching this. Yeah. Everybody's listening to somebody, and the way that you speak has a powerful, powerful effect. Mm -hmm. Phil, give me your final thoughts about positivity. It's a choice first. It's a choice first, and we have that choice every single day, every moment of every waking hour. We have the choice to remain positive throughout a situation, or remain negative and we can change it up because we're human you know but to choose positivity there's it's worth it mm -hmm. it's worth it it's mm -hmm. not always easy mm -hmm. it's not always our first go-to but mm -hmm. you know you practice it practice mm -hmm. positivity and yeah. that's my final thought yeah and and just just to add a little bit you know is the idea that you know you have that choice but I would say even if you feel even be quick to catch it yeah when you're being negative because again like you said we're human we can do both you're not always going to be positive mm -hmm. sometimes you're going to slip up you're going to be negative at times be quick to catch it there's been times I've been negative oh wow 
should I even be this? Right. Is this really even as big of a thing as what I'm thinking it mm-hmm. is? And I, and I pray about it. And I give it to God and say, God, take it. And he so willingly takes it. Yeah. You know, and, and I love that about the God that we serve. So that concludes our episode for this week. Our memory ver- our weekly verse is uh, Romans 12, 2, uh, which says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, perfect will. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, so thank you for listening. Um, you can like and subscribe to this episode. If you have a comment, you can comment down below. Or you can comment or you can leave a comment at kingdomfaith2001 at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for listening to Kingdom Faith. See you guys.